guys, I hope you're enjoying the journey so far aboard the Opal Star. It's time once again to step into a different story with some new faces. That's right, it's one-shot time. This time we delved into the world of Basic Witches, a two-page indie TTRPG by Alicia Furnace Productions. It's a fun little game about teen witches learning their powers. So I figured we would start with giving everyone a chance to introduce themselves, specifically the guests, because anyone listening to this hopefully already going to know my normal crew. I'll go first. <laughs> I'm Nicola, at Nicola the Druid on Twitter. You can find me in the background as a support druid for Backwater Bastards, and playing Alexander on the soon-to-be-released Chronicles of the Ill-Fated Die podcast. That is such a good name. Right? <laughs> that is such a good name. Oh, we love it. So excited for that to be coming out soon. I'm excited, too. I'm going to have to check that one out. My name's Xander, at AdeptXander on Twitter. I do a cute little a horror, uh, not a horror show, called Heartbeats, <laughs> a heartwarming fantasy. It's very cute and wholesome, and it's not scary at all. I promise, it's not. The only thing that keeps it from being horror is all the characters are just so chill about what's going on that it's fine. Yeah, you know, just don't worry about the exploding buildings or the fact that, like, you know, there's, like, talking weird uh, goblin men. It's fine. Oh, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. My name is Mark. You can find me at level 15 Rifter on Twitter. But I'm usually busy because I work full time. But I also am the community manager with Otison Media. We create things such as videos. There's a lot of comics related art in the works. I think there's even science videos because we know quite a few engineers and scientists that come on and do discussions with us there's just a lot of different things for a lot of people of all kinds of different persuasions lots of art very cool though all right so for this one shot we find ourselves on the lawn of tomehurst academy Founded 50 years ago by Amade Carona, the school caters to both the magical and mundane communities in an attempt to continue fostering relations between them. Amade grew up in a time where witches were viewed with great suspicion. For a long time, she hid her abilities. But a few years after fellow witch, Ileana turned to dark magic to destroy a witch hunter, she became a vocal advocate for witches' rights. The two fought often before Amity was finally able to prove the might of light and passed several laws protecting women's right to study magic. She has helped expose multiple corrupt witch hunters and the occasional witch who fell prey to drug magic. She even went so far as helping to create rehabilitation centers to help those who lose control of their magic to find it again. Now she runs one of several thriving high schools that offer classics and all sorts of magic, ranging from tarot to potion, where to a variety of spellcasting options. Here's where we find our group of students. Everyone just got out of a series of tests and you're walking back to your dorms and you've got a couple days ahead of you before you have to go back to classes. So y'all are all just kind of walking across the yard at the same time because you're all more or less friendly to some extent with each other, had some classes together, so on and so forth. I can go first. You'll see a uh, rather average height blonde girl walking across the quad, surrounded by, I think, four or five other people, whose focus is definitely uh, more diffuse than the rather glamorous human walking across. <laughs> Carrying a book, she is holding what sounds like five different conversations of completely unrelated subjects, all pertaining to the tests that have just happened with the people interested in speaking about those tests, and sometimes one of them will go off and be replaced by another. This is a well-networked person, wears glasses. Her name is Tara West, and I do believe that that is all that is visible at this point. I would be walking down the hall with the other sports team. 
I'm still not clear on what kind of sports we play at this school. Like, whatever you want to play. Okay, so it's like golf, but you fly to play. Yes, I love it. Nice. That's very good. <laughs> And instead of playing in reverse like regular golf, you play for like the farther it goes, the more points it gets, and the more trick shots you get, the more points it gets. And I'm the team's trick hitter. So I'm not exactly the star of the show, but I'm important to the team. It's basically like the kicker. And what's your character's name? Jack. He's fairly average height and build, but he doesn't have to be big or tough to do that type of sport, plus he has magic anyway, so... Magic is helpful, especially when you actually know how it works. I'll go next. Penelope Johnson. You know, just like everybody else, average height, brown hair. She is walking, but as she's walking, she's weaving a little bracelet... And she, like, as she's going, she, like, waves at people and, like, oh, hi, good to see you kind of deal. And so she's falling behind in the pack because she's multitasking while she's going and she's weaving a bracelet. But she's all decked out. She's got a couple bracelet bangles and, you know, some hoop earrings. And she wears this, like, jean jacket. It's a little, like, 90s that she just, she loves. And she puts a couple accessories on. They're all handmade. She's made every single one of them. And so she just likes to display them, and she loves making her little accessories. So trailing next to Penelope is Lucy Nabor. Lucy has long, straight, dark hair and heavy, smudged eyeliner and spiky black boots and pretty much is almost Penelope's polar opposite. But whenever Penelope gets really into her work and almost runs into something, she'll gently take her by the elbow and tug her out of the way of it. But she'll roll her eyes happens every more time. than it should. It happens way more than it should. <laughs> I feel that. And every time it happens, she, like, rolls her eyes, but it's like, it translates into her head, so every time her, like, head rolls back, but she keeps doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Ronnie trails behind everybody, just, just a little bit. Unlike everybody else, she's not average height. She's pretty tall. It's like, what, like 6'5", like pretty, pretty tall. Uh, and just dressed in the most, like, typical Plague Doctor outfit, ma- mask and all. And also, obviously, a really cool hat. But she's just trailing behind, like, hands behind her back. Not skipping, per se, but there's a bit of, like, a, a jolt in her, in her step as she just trails behind everybody. The crinkle of plastic from like bags of chips and candy wrappers can be slightly hurt. Oh yeah, there there's oddly like you know crinkling and rustling coming from inside the very like <laughs> thick heavy coat. Yeah, I'm just picturing like from the outside there's like a gaggle of high schoolers followed by like a six foot five like person just sort of playing doctor outfit. <laughs> just, just someone who's really looming. <laughs> Question for clarity. Is someone who is 5'5 five, five considered tall, medium, or short? I'm thinking shortish? Definitely, like, short-ish. she's a solid foot shorter than Grania. Okay, then Tara is short-ish. Tara is more than a foot shorter than Grania. 5'7'8 is probably average-ish. <laughs> okay. I'm 5'1, so I'm definitely short. Also, somewhat trailing behind, as a girl, she has dark brown hair that right now is sort of in a braid. She wears wire-rimmed glasses and as she is walking behind everyone, a few steps behind, she is also right this moment trying to check her books, like looking for an answer to a question in the test. But she is also making sure to hold this what looks like a book, but doesn't have a title on it. It's just a blank like a journal. Yeah, a journal, basically. I love how we have 
Tara in the front, and then everyone else is like competing to see who can let fall. <laughs> 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 I mean, I think that tracks. Yeah, I think trailing behind is a state of mind, not necessarily a position in a group. Exactly. Oh, and before we actually get started with things and mechanics, I just want to hopefully clarify a thing before before we continue. Tara's going to try to use her popularity to do a lot of different things, probably. And the way she's going to do it is she's literally going to call somebody that knows how to do it to go do it. So I'm I'm going to relate her popularity to how good that person is at doing X thing. Oh, okay. If that's okay with you. Figured I'd yeah, that drop works. that in ahead of time. Okay, cool. Thanks for Clap the heads up about that fact. Mm-hmm. Unlike the one time you forgot to mention your character was half vampire. <laughs> what? In a different, different one. Yeah. No, this this was a Halloween one. I knew about the werewolf scale I get, but it's like at the end of- He didn't want to, he didn't want to be. He was, that was, that was not his thing. He's a dampier, not a vampire. <laughs> Completely different. Still things DM needs to know, but <laughs> we are moving on. As you are all making your ways across the courtyard, possibly in different groups, you get a text on your phone because so about like several different like tests and exams. It's the beginning of the spring semester, so for certain classes, they have different placement exams to kind of see where you're at and the thing you're trying to study, so they can correctly match you with the class, so you're it's at level and not pushing you into magic you can't quite control yet. So a lot of those tests have just gone up. They are part of some of the last groups, so a lot of students have either gone off to find something fun to do for the weekend. So Courtyard isn't really big. Not really big. Really full, but they're like different like groups of people scattered around. And as you're walking, possibly in different groups, you all get a text from a friend of yours saying... I need your help with something. Meet me under the oak tree. And there's a big, like a big oak tree that you all know is in the courtyard. And it's, she's a freshman and you've all interacted with her at one point or another. It's the spring semester. Gotten her contact information for a reason, whether it's working together on stuff or yada yada. And when you look over, you see that she is standing alone under the tree. She usually keeps to herself doesn't have a whole lot of friends but she's reaching out to you guys and what's her name her name is maggie maggie marley i was smart i did write it down when i actually wrote down a name guys are you proud of me yes yeah when i get the message i actually converse with one of the people next to me uh hey Otto, do you do you know this maggie and he's like oh yeah yeah she came to the the tutoring sessions that we held towards the beginning of the school year oh yeah well i wonder what she wants Penelope makes her way over after she's she's like, oh, and kind of nudges Lucy to like, let's go this way. Uh, Do we have to? Oh, come on. It's going to be fun. What else are we going to do today? Literally anything else. Literally, literally anything else, Penelope. Literally anything else we could be doing. We can do that after. (laughs) We can do that. I'll let you do Perfect attitude. Okay, fine. Come on, we can eat snacks while we watch everybody talk. <laughs> As Grania says, reaching in into her coat, pulling out a snack. I, I'm picturing just like holds open the trench coat and it's like a vending machine. It's yeah, po- pockets of snacks. Yeah. Oh, pockets Grania, of snacks. Any of those uh, the crunchy corn, the corn ones, the, you know, the ones I like. Any of those? Sure. She reaches in blindly and pulls exactly what you needed out. Oh, perfect. Thank you so much. Grania is always prepared with, with everybody's favorite snack. Always. Yeah, and so Jack is, I guess, headed that direction anyway. I imagine Jack got her number because maybe he helped her like move stuff into the dorm. He's like, hey, if there's anything else you need moved or anything, just call me or something. That makes sense. I just imagine there's like a study group. Yeah. She seems a little skittish at times. They're in with the witch mafia. I knew it. <laughs> Where'd you hear about them? Behind the vending right. machine. <laughs> 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 All right. So 
You all make your way over and you see Maggie standing there. She's almost in the shadows of the tree. Like, she's trying to not draw attention to herself, but you know this is something she does a lot. She kind of tries to blend in and disappear a bit, but when she sees you all approaching, she steps out of the shadows a little bit. Says, oh, you actually all came. Oh, yeah. Well, this must be uh, really big if you needed all of us to move it. <laughs> I'm not one much for lifting, but I'm, I'm sure I know some people that might be able to help. I need y'all's help to find something, but we have to be careful about it. Ooh. Tell us everything. Tara pulls out a notebook. Okay. She looks a little uncomfortable. She's like, there's something I've been trying to find information on, and I can't get to it, but I think it might be in the archives. And I need your help to get into it, and I need it to happen this week. Have you all heard about that weird visit coming up? I assume so, yes. (laughs) No. I probably have. When you think about it, there has been a lot of chatter just kind of scattered around the school of some big legendary figure coming to meet Amity, the founder, which with how big of a figure she is, you, some of you may have like seen her in passing. I don't know if any of you may have interacted with her a lot one-on-one. She doesn't always get to spend as much time working on the ground with people as she would like, because she's also doing lots of other things. So you do know there's someone big coming to meet her. But there hasn't been a lot shared on who. Y'all can decide how much your characters would know about that. Grania would know absolutely nothing. It doesn't involve potions or snacks. Are the archives off-limits to students? It's more restricted access. Is there a vending machine in the archives? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. that That's enough for Grania to be already sold on, on this adventure. Possibility of secret snacks. Yes. You know how hard it is to find a Reese's? They're always gone. <laughs> you gotta find the most remote machines to be able to get them. Yeah, that's the squirrels yes. right now. Ooh. <laughs> Talk to the squirrels. <laughs> they they speak side. of a vending machine in the teacher's lounge. <laughs> Bull of Reese's and, <laughs> and M&M peanuts. Hey, I figured out a thing we could do dice rolls for. <laughs> Who wants to roll for knowledge to see what you know about the archives? And what might be in there? You want us all to do it? Whoever would like to. See, the thing is, I think that I am certain about Tara's awareness of the archives. Because of one, being a big old teacher's pet. Like, so much of a teacher's pet. And also, she does a lot of extra research outside of school, and has probably both used the friendship that she gained with all of those teachers to be like, hey, would it be okay if I borrowed this book from the archive? Would that be nice? And she's probably got, she's at least visited. If she hasn't paid attention a whole lot to the layout or anything like that, that's fine. The archives are pretty huge. They probably had some limited access to it, but you were given. I rolled a six and my knowledge is plus two. Yeah, I got a two and my knowledge is one, so I got a three. Say, I got a two, but my knowledge is three, so I got a five. The what now? I mean, everything you need is in the library. I have a knowledge of zero, and I rolled a one. Grania is not bothering to think about it. Yeah, you've never really needed to worry about anything beyond the library. You're still newish to magic. Serana would definitely know about the archive, at least in theory, even if she hasn't visited, probably. You know about it, you know about some of the stuff that's in there, but you also know it's hard to get into. Probably not entirely sure how Tara got in there, aside from the fact that she talks her way in. It's easy to get in if you're invited. Teacher escort. Yeah. So, Grania, what'd you get? I'm not rolling. I don't think Grania would know anything about it. Specialist. They are snacks. Grania probably knows. She's like, there's like X amount of vending machines in this school. And I found all but one of them. So you're probably thinking, 
Is that where it is? Is that where it is? Have I found the location of the vending machine? <laughs> the hidden vending machine. Okay, well, let's see. I'll, I'll roll. Let's roll. Gosh dang it, I should not roll off my desk. That is... Three plus two? Plus two, five. You've narrowed down that's probably where that last vending machine is. And you've learned a little bit about it, but you're mostly focused on how do I get in there and see if they have any Reese's? Gotta find out if they have Reese's. You probably suspect. Yeah, I mean, who doesn't want a Reese's? It's the most best artificial peanut butter construct ever. So, what do you all say? It's an interesting place with a lot of information. What are you looking for? I'm trying to find something I've had a theory about before, proof of it. Mm -hmm. I've been told that the headmaster might want to see me in the next couple of days, and I don't know if it has anything to do with this weird visit, but there's something I've been trying to find, and I'm pretty sure that's the only place it is. And I wouldn't be asking if I didn't need your help getting in. Finding something is much more difficult than finding a specific thing. What is the specific thing? Roll popularity, which is your power over your peers to see if you can win her over. Only seven. Well, because you probably know a little bit about her because you said you gave her one of your books, right? Yeah. In fact, it's the notebook that she's been using all year, and I've been reading everything she's been writing. That's how I keep up communication with all of the people I talk to. <laughs> it's basically an instant message board, but in paper form. Yeah. That's the book I carry. You all probably know about that. Maybe. Mm. <laughs> At least the ones that are close to Tara. Lorana is probably aware. I have written down that I have one of the books, so I'm sure I know about it. Mm -hmm. And I'm wearing some of your jewelry. Yeah. Sarana is aware because they may have been involved in making it? I don't know. I know I didn't make it, that's for sure. All the pop, notes pop that Jack makes are just plays. <laughs> it's entirely possible that you either asked Sarana to make it or asked for a reference on where to go. Yeah, they were handed out at that tutoring session at the beginning of the year. Just to try to find, you know good, nice people to hang around. Not very malicious to pay attention to someone's school note. It can become problematic, but usually Tara's not trying to find that stuff. Would Maggie have known? No. Okay. This is not public information in the slightest bit. <laughs> okay, so yeah, um, one thing Tara knows is, like, she's trying to find someone. Oh, okay. She's trying to, like, find someone or find, like, a connection between her and someone else. So, I know what I'm looking for once we get in there. I just need time to find it and find the information that I need. And then I will owe all of you a favor or whatever you want. So we need time and a key. Well, this could be fun. Maggie, how would you protect yourself if the books are enchanted? There are some books that are perfectly safe, but there are also some that are very volatile in the wrong hands. Is everything okay? Being very vague about all this. You're being sketchy. Does <laughs> Grania say yeah. that? <laughs> yeah. Grania has no sense of niceties. She's just very straightforward, probably very rude, but very, like, a really good friend, but just really rude. Pulls no punches, says exactly what she's thinking whenever she's thinking it. Exactly. She also, like, shoves a fistful of chips in her mouth. I, well, I say mouth, like, into her mask, just, and they all fall. It's not going in the mask. It's just... <laughs> Why not slide them under? Just subconsciously go to eat something, forget that the mouth of your mask isn't open enough to receive food, and you're just like, Yeah, Damn the, it. The, the mask has their opening. I'd have to take the whole thing off, and I can't. No one can know my true identity. There's probably posters. I don't know if there's posters. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's like the school snack thief, but nobody knows it's her because they only know her real face, but she always wears the plague mask because her, her disguise is her true face. Yes. Ron just gives her a look. Like, <laughs> really? 
Jester's down. There's like squirrels picking it up, <laughs> eating it, <laughs> running off onto the tree. Assuming you're talking about the snacks rather than her comments. Yeah, the snacks. The snacks, <laughs> not the comment. Yeah. I'm trying to think of how Maggie would respond. I probably should have gotten coffee before I left work, but oh well. I knew today was going to be annoying when I got the red sparkly polish. <sighs> She's just giving you all a kind of a weird look. I mean, okay. What could be more fun than, like, breaking into the archives? Come on, there has to be a little bit of excitement. Come, come on. It's it's going to be fun. I'd rather watch paint dry. Yeah, well, maybe not that, but breaking in, really? Couldn't we get, like, I don't know, suspended? There are worse things. Yeah, I mean, just don't get caught. I mean, I have it. I mean, just don't get caught. (laughs) All right, hardened criminal. Watch it. There there is a wink, but you can't tell. (laughs) In response to Serato's comment, Maggie just kind of like sort of subconsciously like like her hand just kind of goes to her pocket. She's like, I've got my ways of dealing with things and it shouldn't be that bad. We're not taking anything. I'm just looking for something. Or we'll lean over to Grania and say, I know what you're talking about. Kind of sketchy. <laughs> okay, but like, if you're going to take care of things, it's not murder, is it? I'm not going to sign up for murder. Yet. Yeah, it depends on it depends on the price. Well, the other sports team, yeah, definitely one of them, but anybody else, maybe not. I think I should know some people that should be able to get us in. She's just looking bewildered by the fact this conversation has turned into murdering people. Maggie, I was talking about, like, using some materials that are in there. There are probably some that are very volatile to use. I'm not talking about you necessarily taking anything, but just being careful with... uh, I've heard of cases of even opening a book incorrectly can have some consequences to it. Tara looks away. Uh-huh, right. <laughs> Definitely not how it's Yep, not at all. <laughs> Tara's not making eye contact with anybody. <laughs> they do that to spellbooks. They're not gonna do that to what I'm looking at. Mm-hmm. They're not gonna do that to lineage records or anything like that. Mm, well, if you're sure... Depends on how badly someone wants talent hidden, but all right. Everyone sees Tara pull out her phone and send out a group. I doubt anyone ever expected someone to go looking for this, but it's something I've been trying to figure out for a while, and I know it has to be in there, and I just, I want to know, okay? I have to have this answer, and I want to have it before I get dragged into that meeting. Oh, so we have before lunch, or before the end of the day, or what what kind of time period are we working on here? Hopefully sooner the better. Things should be pretty empty tonight, and then we'll be picking up for another couple of days, but I don't know when this mysterious guest is going to be here, and y'all free tonight? It shouldn't take too long. Jack is nervously shuffling some cards. The group message that she has sent out is, Hey, has anybody been paying attention to the doors of the archive and the traffic patterns of janitors and teachers that go by it? So the group of like 100 people that she interacts with. It's a chaotic server. It's a lot. The, the, the Terra Hive mind. Yes, it's the Terra Hive mind. Roll me just a straight d6. Four. There are several responses... Some people don't pay a whole lot of attention to it. It takes you a few minutes to pull anything useful out of it. But yeah, for things are dying down now. You do have... There's a couple who are nearby that say, Hey, do you want to check for anything? It's dying down. It shouldn't be too hard to get into it. Send me a message every time somebody passes by. Have a good day. Thank you. (laughs) There's lots of you're welcome, Tara. She is very polite to her hive mind. I would hope so, otherwise it would shrink, probably. And no, they'd probably still stick oh, yeah. around. Uh, the whole thing is that they're not magically controlled. No, that would be problematic. 
it would be very problematic. <laughs> Which is why she's not magically controlling any of these people. So you just want us to help you get in, and I'm guessing then get out? Not necessarily be in the archives? Or you want us to wait in the archives for you? What was your plan or your idea? I know roughly what I'm looking for, but I'm not as familiar with the layout of the archives. So I might need an extra set of eyes to find the right section, because the people I live with are my parents, and I think somewhere here we may find out who my, at least my mom is. Everyone's really cagey when I ask about her, so I just, I need to know. I, I need to know, and blue roll knowledge? That's the best skill for this. There's not really insight here. Another eight. You've seen, like, some of the ways she interacts with people and how she, like, avoids people and some of her nervous habits. It seems familiar because it's some of the same things you did before Penelope basically kidnapped you into friendship and you got dragged in with the rest of everyone. Mm -hmm. So it's like there's a worry there about something connected to direct magic, but also just like wanting to know for sure, but also maybe a bit of being afraid to know. And you've probably also sensed some of the... Because some magic feels different. And occasionally passing by when you've seen her kind of brooding, there's like a tinge of that. Not as much as you feel at home, but you can do with that what you will. Terry, you've also noticed similar things. Did you say we were taking tests so it's kind of like finals week? So it was kind of like... Like an aptitude test? Aptitude or placement tests. So y'all were part of the last round, so that's pretty much done. So everyone's just kind of scattering. There's some people have gone back to their dorms. Others have gone off campus for a little bit to have some last-minute fun before classes started. Some might be going shopping for school supplies they forgot they might need. So the campus is pretty quiet. Penelope has finished the last few knots. Like, she was off and on finishing weaving this little bracelet. And she goes to put it in her bag, but not... Oh, oh, you know, actually, Maggie, this this would look really cute with your outfit. Do you want it? And I would, like, hold out the bracelet to tie it on her wrist. It was, it just, I, I make so many of these. It's just... Well, popularity? Ugh. <laughs> Ooh, seven. She seems a little hesitant at first, and she's like, thank you, and she takes it, she kind of slips it on, and it does go very well with her outfit. She seems, there's, there's a moment of some genuine happiness. She's just like, someone did something nice for me. Are you planning on doing something with this? Oh, yeah. It's a special bracelet. They're all special bracelets. I have a feeling at least one person knows exactly what you're trying for. Oh, yeah. By the way, these, those earrings you gave me a while ago are fantastic. Well, thank you. Speaking of fun things, shall we get going? From the messages I'm getting here, we might have a window at some point soon. Sure. Sooner is better than later. I have to practice for when we come back and play more sports. Let's just get this over with. Maggie just kind of looks at you, Tara, and asks, Do I want to know? Tara is, like, standing in front of three or four other people that are looking at Tara expectantly, and she's like, Uh, yeah, I asked what the schedules look like of the janitors, and, um, got a response. So, yeah. I don't know these things, but it's really nice to know people that do. Do you really know everyone in this school? Not everyone, but I can name exactly who I don't know. Grandia standing behind is just nodding furiously, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Not everyone, but the number is rapidly shrinking. (laughs) Though it does increase slightly every year. (laughs) Every fall. Yes, and it it filters off as well. You know. I mean, she is a senior. She she is going to be leaving at some point. You know, that's what Grandia said once. (laughs) 
Grania has just looked like a senior for the past like five to ten years, so it's cool. <laughs> Alright, so I guess y'all head off towards the library, which is open access, but the archives are kind of like in the back of the library. Not as easy to get into. And what do you guys do as you walk there? Am I aware of just of like a kind of distance between the archive and the library? Are there any extra rooms or hallways in between the two? Basically, is the library a good place for me to stake out and watch and make sure that nobody's coming? Picture, like, you have a building, the front half is the library, the back half is the archives. It's kind of like that. So if I were to sit down at my usual spot in the library, I might be able to watch over the door that gives access to the archive. Yeah. Okay. Then, without skipping a beat, I'm just going to walk straight towards my table. Is there a library cat? There's at least one library cat. <laughs> I'm going to go play cards with the library cat. Would you like to roll craft to see how well playing cards goes? My craft is a one, and I rolled a two, so that's a three. That cat destroys you and play. <laughs> <laughs> well, it would be pretty easy to destroy me at black. Jack, considering I'm not using the correct deck. <laughs> yeah, he's playing with tarot cards. Are you trying to get anything specific out of your conversation with this cat? Yes, because the cat lives here, so I'm obviously trying to get the information of where the archive key. Good idea. No need to pick if you have the key. Yeah, you, you try that, but you get the feeling it didn't really go across very well. And after a while, the cat just kind of swats the cards away and walks away. Nice. Still need to get the hang of this, but if I mention... Yeah, no, never mind. Yeah, there, there, there is an exchange, but it doesn't answer your question before it just wanders away. Is there a librarian at the desk or wandering around? There aren't a lot of people in the library right now, just like some of the people wanting to get earlier start on study. So like there's not the head librarian, but one of like the assistant librarians and maybe like a couple of volunteers helping stock some new things for updated curriculum stuff. Tara waves you all to the table where she usually has a tutoring sessions, pretty much constantly running all day long. <laughs> and as as she does so and y'all like group around five or six extra people, like, wiggle in as well. So all of a sudden the table is just completely full. Thank you all for coming. Y'all are just on standby. She called in specific people. Maggie looks uncomfortable. So does Lucy. No, 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 it's it's okay. These people are here to help. Rania looks so chill. She's just making potions. <laughs> and they firmly do not care what's going on specifically. They have their own things. Some of them start pulling out, like, homework and stuff. It's uh, a camouflage, if you may. Penelope would be, like, interacting with the people that came up. She'd be talking to them because she's friendly with everybody and recognized all their faces. She 100% would not remember their names. And I'm thinking that's not important, but that's just the level of, of interaction she has. So, yeah, she's overcompensating for Lucy sitting there not doing any, not not talking, just trying to distract everybody from Lucy. So they don't bother her. <laughs> Are you trying to do anything with the bracelet yet? I think that, like, I may get, like, into a conversation and then just, like, zone out and try and get... I want to get a feel in Maggie's mind. Check, see where she's at, get the basics, but not, like, dig into her brain. Exactly, yeah. I don't want to, like, deep dive into something that she may, like, feel. I just kind of want to get the surface level to see where she's at with the situation and, you know, if she's being sketchy or hiding something. Yeah, get a vibe. Vibe check. Yeah, vibe <laughs> check. Okay, a six plus two is eight. Give me that vibe check with an eight. You get the feeling she's not telling you everything, but it's because she has trouble trusting people. You get... She knows she's adopted, like I said, has 
trouble trusting people. She's new at the school. She was hoping to, like, find friends here, but something she knows pretty quickly is her magic feels different than everyone else's, which might be something you didn't quite notice before. But it does, it has a different, I want to say, like, almost, like, texture to it. And actually question, does Lucy have any of your dual rights? I would actually leave that to Lucy because I think Lucy knows what it is. And so I've probably made her specific jewelry, but like I would not go into her mind without asking. So Lucy, would she kind of know about your parents? Like what would she know about that? No, because even if she gave me it, she has like a crossbody satchel. She would clip the bracelet or whatever it was onto the satchel as decoration on the satchel, but she wouldn't wear it if she knew what it was. I imagine she has a lot of decoration on the satchel. Yeah, and Penelope would respect that. She's not trying to pick into her friend's brain because they don't want her to. Lucy, you will get on the side a quick message from Tara. This is not being spoken aloud, saying, you think that this is something related to, um a line we share and then Tara puts away her phone and you, you see that she's not she's actively not speaking out loud about this but she will turn to Conrad and say hey Conrad could you look around and see maybe what kind of what kind of lock we're looking at for the archive does Tara grow up to be basically a crime boss I can see that I mean if she were to be roll that way but she doesn't really roll that way she just happens to know that Conrad has a specialty in locksmithing and tiny, tiny machining, and is really looking forward to a long and fruitful career making padlocks for the army. That is the most, like, godmother thing I've ever heard that is so mafia. <laughs> yeah. It's like, no, no, I just happen to know someone with these particular skills. You're the wholesome mafia. Yeah, we're going for wholesome here. Yeah, yeah the comfy mafia. <laughs> aggressively charitable mm-hmm. but philanthropic mm-hmm. so someday that lockpick is going to be used to break into a corporation and food to the port. also Conrad has definitely helped you figure out the ins and outs of a certain type of lock that happens to appear in this school exactly a specific number of times that you know Grania oh yeah I- I've used Conrad's services many times he's nice alright so Penelope how do you answer that's a great question because it takes me three seconds to... What was the message you asked me? Oh, this was to Lucy. Oh, okay. Yes. I was like, I had no idea what you're talking about. My bad. It's probably worded like vibe check? Question mark? <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you think about that and get back to... Yeah, give me a second. I'll get back to just um, a couple other things, because Penelope rolled really well. Oh, yeah. She's been, like, trying to find this answer for a while. In the past, she used to be afraid of it, but she's kind of gotten to the point where she's just accepted whatever it is will decide if what she's afraid of is true or not. And it's almost like she's resigned to it, in a way. Almost. Okay. I get that. She's probably not on the surface level thinking of a name. I don't know if she particularly knows a name. Ah, okay. That makes sense. But there might be some tinges of a story of like a long time ago, kids going missing from a local school and people thought they were being kidnapped into a dark coven or something. Like something very vaguely tangential to that. That's not a good vibe. I don't like that vibe. Y'all might have heard... The girls were all, like, rescued and returned. I think it was actually connected to Amity. Like, Uh. she helped rescue them, but there was something, like, with a witch hunter being killed and the one who did it just kind of disappearing. Okay. And she's wondering if... Part of her is wondering if maybe there was more to that story or something that happened afterwards that the headmaster never talked about. But she's pretty sure whatever she's looking for is in the archives. 
Also, there's no way she could talk to the headmistress about this, but she wants to know before that meeting. Lucy's going to text back, hope not. You'll just see her check her phone and nod, like she's agreeing. So what's everyone else doing? Oh yeah, I wanted to use Conrad to check on the lock for the archive. Alright. I don't know how to accurately roll for how he would know. Have me roll and see how well, how good is Conrad? How good is the person I found? Because there might be somebody better than him at the school. Um, knowledge. Alright. That fits. Seven plus the one from the book because I'm using that. It's my ledger of the people that I know. So, eight. Yeah, he's pretty good at He was standing near-ish to the door where he could see it, but where it wasn't super obvious that he was looking at it. Then he just kind of, like, wanders off a bit, and you get a text from him basically saying that he could get into it. It wouldn't be too hard. I'll answer back. We'll work on a distraction. When it feels safe, crack in, leave the door propped open, and you can leave. Granny has just been chilling, making potions this whole time. Pulls out an entire chemistry set on the table and just start. Oh, <laughs> no, 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 no. So, Granny's like specialties are making potions and herbs are her spell focus and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, like, herbs can be like a lot of things. It's true. And, you know, there's herbs in Cheetos. <laughs> so, you really just here with like a whole bunch of different snacks and stuff, just shoving them in like potion bottles and seeing what happens. <laughs> That is so good. (laughs) Oh my God, I love it. But like, this looks like a very forceful act. This isn't very... (laughs) Because like, how are you supposed to combine random assortment of like jelly beans and Cheeto dust with like Mountain Dew? (laughs) It's a lot of hard work. I imagine though that Grani has got all kinds of tools where she knows how to like, try to the jelly beans like this. It's, it's mostly using the table in her fist. Because I need to justify the vigor of three. <laughs> oh my god, that's great. Not even a mortar and pestle? <laughs> that's fair. Uh, hey, Ronnie, are you using that as a distraction? <laughs> she just looks at me and goes, I mean, I can. Sure. I don't know what it'll do, but whew, it'll be fun. <laughs> can you do that in a very distracting manner on a different table than the one that we are all being disguised at? I'm also like picturing that that there's a moment where the Mountain Dew is still a little fizzy, and so we're worried that the bottle's exploding, but it's just the fizz from the Mountain Dew. Oh, I love this. Sonara, she's not doing too happy. Sonara is deadpanning this. She is fully aware of this is how Grandia works. This is fine. This is normal. Yeah, this is normal. Hundreds of times. Sonara's like, no. Mm hmm. Though I do have a question about potion effects. Like, what can I get away with is really my question. <laughs> Depends on what you're trying to get away with and how well you roll. Okay. I am a big fan of, can I try something crazy? But also there are some things that are just gonna be, no, you cannot do that with Cheeto dust and jelly beans. <laughs> True. There's so many assortment of snacks, though. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows the magical properties? <laughs> That's why I'm on the search of Reese's. I don't know what it will do to potions yet. It turns out to be like an immortality youth potion. <laughs> That's what Grandi is after. Just be forever young. <laughs> the, the secrets of immortality, but not not for themselves, but just to be like, oh, so that's it. And then just throws it away. <laughs> just wants to know things. And Maggie's just looking at you all like you are the biggest assortment of weirdos. We're just the, like, witchy breakfast club. You can feel like she probably wasn't yeah. expecting any of you to accept her, to answer her text, much less all of you. <laughs> Here, I'll, se- I'll send you over with Jeva to go uh, work out a distraction potion. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, that, that's what I'll work on. I'll make a few distraction potions. I have a few ideas. What do you want me to roll for how many potions I make so I know how many possible ideas I can have? Because I feel like there should be a limit of how many potions I have for for this. Hang on. I need my actual dice box because that 
roll went everywhere and was not great. I do have a feeling that the, the number of potions that you'd have is just the number of successes that you're going to have, or something along those lines, like over the course of the thing, so it's not a solid number. Oh yeah, I just have like a whole bunch of potions, but like whether or not they work, <laughs> it's up in yeah. the air. Yeah, so we could just like have, you just like making a bunch of stuff, and whenever you use one, I'll have you roll plus craft instead of having you pre-roll it all because okay. this is a one-shot. My craft is the worst. <laughs> yes, this is, this, is, this lady is, is named Jeva. She's a, she's a lovely chemist. She is completely and utterly unprepared for the kind of chemistry you're doing. She's <laughs> really just another body to draw the librarian's eyes, and maybe she's there to be part of the distraction by being like, that's not how that works, and then you're like, but of course it does, and then you show it, and then she just loses her mind. <laughs> it's like this shouldn't be working I mean we're witches we have magic <laughs> but that's not how this works precisely <laughs> drops potion bottle smoke comes out See, <laughs> like, what the hell flush, but Cheeto it's orange because it's smoke. Cheeto dust <laughs> <laughs> just starts sneezing it's only made up it's like why does it smell like bananas like that's why I had the jelly beans <laughs> it's worth the smell. You don't want a sneaky smoke bomb. <laughs> I'll buy it. <laughs> uh, Sonara's writing in her journal, trying to set up possible things if the distraction doesn't go well. What are you writing? Story about some librarians and volunteers trying to find and round up a... Maybe the library cat had kittens. Sure, yeah. And now they have to find the kittens. <laughs> and they didn't realize until the cat stretched it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Would you like to roll plus craft? See how the story goes. Sure. Since you're using your thing, you get yeah. the plus one. Plus one. Oh, yay! I got a nine! Is this something you're wanting to have happen now, or is it maybe, like, delayed effect, like, in about, like, 30 or seconds to a minute or so? Yeah, I would say it's delayed. It was delayed. Delayed, so it's just more prepping it, but yeah. It's pretty much, like, the second you're ready for it to happen, it will happen. Okay. That was a good roll. Yes. So, you're doing that. Grania's just absolutely flustering this chemist like what where did you where do you get all of this where what classes are you taking freshman (laughs) like very clearly a freshman i'm still in the intro but i know more about chemistry than you do now this shouldn't be working chemistry i don't know what chemistry is I do believe that that's enough to make the librarian concerned. She looks like she's about to start crying. She's like, is everything I know wrong? I, wait, actually, before I say that, Claudia, just roll me a general plus craft to see if this is actually working, like, at all. Like, does it uh, look uh, like your potions yeah. are actually making? Sure. Because I imagine when the things go together, it looks very different than when you just have, like, a bunch of uncongealed jelly beans shoved into a flask. Remember to add the plus one because you're using potions. <laughs> if it goes in a potion bottle, it has to be magical. Like, that's the principle of, of potion making. Orc magic. It's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> it's Warhammer 40k orcs. If it's red, it goes faster. <laughs> Perfect. Duh. <laughs> but I rolled a uh, five but plus chaos one screws. for my craft, so six. Yes. Unless if I get a plus one for my herbs, but it's a six mm-hmm. without it. It's working together really well, and like you don't know if it'll work like it's supposed to. But the magic is happening. She's just like, "What is this? What yeah, is they, this?" They have a little bit of glow. I don't understand. Potion. How are you doing this? Oranges for explosives. See, the Cheeto dust symbolizes powder, and that gets everywhere. So this potion's gonna do something that gets everywhere. The mountain, too, is for, like, color. Who 
taught you potion making? What class did you learn this in? Oh, I learned it from my gramps. He makes a really mean tea. Some say it's a potion, but you know, it's more like a brew. I'm a big kernel. Doesn't really go in a potion bottle. Who are you? <laughs> you know, <laughs> teachers not- ask me that every time I go in a classroom. <laughs> Does Sonara... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Does Sonara hear you mention that it's gonna go everywhere? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Grania is not a quiet individual. This is basically everyone hears this, and all the librarians are just glaring at Grania right now. I'd say that's a pretty good distraction. <laughs> as is Sonara. As is Sonara. Sonara's like, don't get it on the books. Do you have okay. any idea how difficult it is to get rid of stains on old tomes? I do! Okay, make a book cleaning potion. Got it. Where did I put those M&Ms? As those two are going at it, I just look over at uh, Conrad and just kind of nod. As I would imagine most people in the library are now looking at this showdown between two seniors that are very well aware. (laughs) I am currently the distraction. Maggie is looking both impressed at the links everyone is going to to help her and like she's slightly questioning asking any of you for help that's fine it's just a one shot <laughs> also Tara's gonna close her book and put it in her backpack Sonara's <laughs> just kind of going off at Grani right now being like no you can't because some of them have special magic in the bindings you can't just make another potion and stick it on top of what's already damaged it that's not gonna work Especially for the bad ones! They will explode! Okay, fine. I'll look, look, look. I'll just put the shells of the M&Ms in the first potion and then it'll protect things. It's fine. What? You keep saying words and I don't understand any of what's going on. I mean, it's like y'all have never seen a squirrel with a Dr. Pepper open up a peanut butter can in a tri-state area. I mean, have y'all even gone as far to do even go to look more like... <laughs> I'm just trying to remember all of those really old bad grammar memes at this point. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so in love with everything right now. <laughs> well, this is perfect. This is why people should t- turn in the heartbeats, because this is every character. <laughs> this level of weird. Basically, yeah. So how's Conrad doing on that door? Basic Witches is a game of teen femmes casting spells with pumpkin spice lattes and making sigils with liquid lipstick to hex high school sexual predators and ace exams, created by Alicia Furnace Productions. If you are interested in learning more about the game, we have included a link to the game in our show notes. The cast for Next Gen Witches includes Alexis as Serona, Victor as Tara, Casey as Lucy, and special guest Xander from Heartbeats as Grania, Nicola the Druid as Penelope, and Mark from Odinson Media as Jack. If you're interested in learning more about Pseudonym Social and these shows that we produce, you can check out our website at pseudonymsocial.wordpress.com. We also have a contact form. If you are ever interested in joining one of our future one-shots, feel free to reach out and we'll see what we can do. Are you enjoying the show you're currently listening to? Is that weird for anybody else? (laughs) Only if you make it weird. (laughs) Check out Good Better Quest, a D&D real play podcast on the Final Plank Network. Our group is working their way through earning their bachelors in Dungeoneering, and all of the hazards that accompany it. If you are looking for laughs, tears, and friendship, Good Better Quest is here for you. You would waste your life when there are plenty of other options. Why would you do this? I hold up my hand to Ma. Helping your friends is never a waste. Search Good Better Quest on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And check out Final Plank's other shows at Final Plank on social media. But remember, it's better than good. It's It's Good good, Better better Quest. Quest.